Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. How many was this our podcast? What number? Uh, this is 115. No, yeah. more than that. Well, that's not including the bonus episodes, but this is, as our normal, the 115th episode. Why are you speaking so quickly? Have you been doing some... <laughs> is that what you just went to the loo? Doing some <laughs> feed? No, I just talk, I talk quickly a lot of the time. Do you? Yeah, talk right. very quickly a lot of the time. Hey, listen, great podcast. Vicky Patterson uh, is on today. A really, really, really good friend of mine, actually. Fantastic. Really, actually, much better friend of mine. No, so. she doesn't. She, she, I said, hey, Vicky, you want to come do the podcast? She's like, with you, Jamie, anything. I said, oh, my buddy and I, we co-host it. She said, who's your buddy? I went, uh, Francis Bull. She went, who? I went, Francis Bull. And she went, well, that's, who's that? Well, y- you know what she said to me? She said, I was really disappointed that Jamie didn't send even send a message to say uh uh sorry to hear about you and your um fiance whereas i obviously had a lot of uh phone calls with her at the time just to <laughs> make sure she was doing all right you phoned her a lot and she's like who is this stranger that's phoning me every single time yeah anyway Hey, listen, right. hey to all of our listeners thank you so much for tuning in again Remember this is a great episode for many reasons but most of all because we find out the um uh, GDP per capita of Newcastle, <laughs> which you're probably going to be super excited for. Hey, listen, remember subscribe, comment, review, uh, follow us on Instagram. And at actually, there's Park. a bit of a secret that she reveals. Isn't there is there? a secret, yeah, from uh, the old celebrity jungle. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Private Podcast. Uh, uh, also, at Francis Bull. <laughs> Also, <laughs> at Francis Dotball. Also, send us send us a mail. Why not? Please send us a mail. Um, uh, seventy. You just want a glory hole, don't you? Seventy nine. Glory hole. The postman. <laughs> seventy nine to eighty one Borough Road, SE one one DN. Is it? That's right, isn't it? I'll say that again. SE one one DN. Also, uh, please email us. Um, uh, Contact at privatepartspodcast.com. Uh, you can send us anything you want to, any reviews, anything at all, whether you want to hear us. <clears throat> and on that note, Mr. Bull. Vicky Patterson. That's the thing about you, Vicky, is that you're such a host. You're already hosting. <laughs> you already are. You're already this? Can you hear me? Oh, yeah. I've got, I've got, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you yeah, think I, you're being ignored? <laughs> <laughs> he already did. I'm here. I'm here. Guys, can you hear me? Hello. <laughs> You look like. What are you? Why are you sitting like so weird? They don't. Get to that. What are you? Do, how many? How many pod? Oh my god! How how many go. podcast episodes have we done? Hundred thirty, and you're and you and you're freaking out. Okay. Have you done hundred and thirty? Yeah, I reckon hundred, maybe more, maybe a hundred, and maybe including bonus episodes, one hundred and thirty, maybe. So hang on, hang on a fucking second. It's yeah, taking yeah. you this long to okay. ask me. There no, we go. There no, we go. no. It's, are you are you ready for this? Yeah, one? but just, I just have to lean forward, I guess. And I, use your spine, all right? With yeah, me. yeah, that's good. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it hasn't taken me a hundred. I've asked you so many times. That's a lie. That I, is I would not. Always say yes. That is not a lie. You were you were on one of the first podcasts, but on a in a call, I phoned you up once because yes. ages ago, and that was on the podcast. I knew you were up to something, yeah. but I was like stressed and running around shopping for Dubai, uh, and I couldn't find a dress for the races, so you didn't get me. Shopping to buy what? 
a dress for the races for oh. Dubai. Oh, do, I can see what you did there. What? <laughs> what did he say? Well, I said I was shopping for Dubai, and he's like, Dubai what? <laughs> <laughs> slow, slow over here. <laughs> um, oh, what did it, did you go see Sheikh Mohammed's horses? <clears throat> I mean, I don't know whose horses they were specifically. I didn't yeah. see a lot of them on horses. Well, whose of whose them manhood was someone shaking? World, did you go to the, what's it called, the, <laughs> what, the World Cup? Yes, yeah. I did those ones. I went, I went to that. Oh, God, it was an awful one. The, uh, uh, two horses broke their le- legs. <gasps> oh, did they? Yeah, it was yeah, horrible. But Francis quite... quite but then I rode, his, well, I rode one of his horses. His, Francis his, quite... You know what? You, Francis quite likes that. Francis, when he watches like Formula One, he's like, oh, I just hope there's a crash. And when horses are jumping... Oh, well, no, like, Formula oh. One, I do... F- <laughs> Find it's, it is exciting when there's a crash in Formula One, definitely. But um, but I mean, it, obviously, it's like not. It's way more uh, exciting when there's a big pile up than if they just go around with no collisions, isn't it? Yeah, I mean that's a very morbid yeah. attitude. No, but obviously they're, like, they're quite safe, right? They're, 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 they're safe. Um, but uh, do you know? Also, I'm going to be totally honest with you guys. I, I'm I'm feeling a little bit sick today. Oh. Yeah, what? just so you know that. I'm not feeling about, on top of the world, like. Yeah. I'm feeling, I was feeling a bit unwell the past few weeks, but I'm feeling much better now. Oh, good. Well, glad for so, you. You smuggins. <laughs> yeah. Glad for you that you're feeling way better. So, sorry, guys. I, I don't know. You've I, been the incubus that gave yeah. it to us. I've been, I've been to the, the bathroom eight times today. Oh, hang on a second. That was a, that was a bold move. It, none of it was bold or anything. It was literally, it was not. And I was like, oh. What, you, what, to actually have a bath or just? <clears throat> I didn't. What do you mean have a bath? Eight baths. No, I, ha- I went. <laughs> I you went had eight baths today. No, I went to, to the to the toilet. He's oh. talking about twosies, Francis. Oh, yeah. You did a, you did several paninis. Yeah, what? I did it. Do we call them that? Do we? That's a panini. What? <laughs> it's definitely not a panini. It's more panini like panini is a number two. Oh, that's like a nice term for it. It's more like it's more like a side portion of mushy peas, if anything. Oh, oh God. <clears throat> no, he... I just have a chesty cough, guys. I'm not yeah, really I, on I the had, panini I had hype. a chesty cough, but I'm getting over it. Well, hello everyone. Welcome to a Private Parts <laughs> Podcast. This is where we read the most intimate and sordid details of our lives. Uh, I'm very excited today. One of my just the greatest people that I know, <laughs> Vicky Patterson, has joined us. Hi, Vicky. Hi, Jamie. Oh. Welcome. You, uh, hey, I'm Francis. Hey, hey, dude, you're just the greatest. <laughs> no, you are. No, you are the greatest. This is how we like start off the podcast. Do you do this we, with everyone? We start off being really polite, and then we really start to go really dark just after that. Just into the depth. Yeah, we just we just kind of like that's what we kind of do, I think, in this in this kind of world. I am up for it. Let's do it. But I do. I feel a little bit, little bit under the weather, and I don't know why. I, I feel it's because you wake up too early and you you burn the candle at both ends. <laughs> what do you mean, I burn the candle at both ends? Well, you go out, you know, you go out to all your um, your your dancing clubs, <laughs> put on your dancing shoes, you come back at four <laughs> in the morning, and then you wake up at six in the morning and go to the gym. That's do you? you really? It's a recipe for a, a weak immune system. Well, I don't know. I take inspiration from you, Vicky, because you, you like going to the gym. I do, yes. Although I have been a little bit lazy recently. Because it's so hard to keep it up. Yeah, I think it's the first thing that falls to the wayside when you are busy with work or when you do have a very active social life. Um, but yeah, but, then, but yeah. then weirdly, because I heard something that... And I don't Unless know, you socialise at the gym and also... Yeah, you work at the gym. Does anyone socialise at the gym? You could do one of those um, sweat working. Su- super, is that what they call Sweat working at the gym. Yeah. Sweat working. That's I like that. I I flirt at the gym. Oh, you, that doesn't surprise me. You flirt everywhere. No, not you ev- flirt everywhere. I'm not flirting with you now. Are you not? Yeah. <laughs> I suddenly got a bit shy. I suddenly actually became slightly shy. You looked at me and I became shy. It's 
It's just one of my many talents. Wait, didn't you try and didn't you try and like get some girl's number at the gym and then she just never called? And you said you said, oh, by the way, uh, you should Google me. <gasps> did you drop? That? Yeah, did. Vicky, do you really think I dropped that? No. Well, I'll she tell you. Texted, he, she, you texted her and then she didn't text back and you said, oh, by the way, you should Google me. <laughs> no, I didn't say that ever. No, what happened was Google my net worth. Yeah, Google how rich I am. <laughs> Google, you want to see my flat? Come on, you want to you see my flat? It's got a garden. You want to see it? And a gardener. Who I beat. Because I'm that rich. And no one can touch me. That's what I said to her. It's her loss, it really yeah, is. Yeah. So what, what, what actually happened? No, so Vicky, I went to... Okay, look, I want to ask you about, have you ever been... You must have been chatted up in the gym. Or Never been... in the gym. This is This takes like hours of careful construction. The gym version of me is a lot less attractive okay. and sort of more aggressive like I'm yeah. into it you know yeah, what I mean yeah. and oh, I don't pre-workout want to, yeah, yeah full of it like you're, you're not skin. are you a huffer and puffer are you not so much huffer and puffer but I am a swearer which is going to surprise absolutely nobody I know but I'm like what you I'm, swear at people in the gym <laughs> yeah just randomly no when I'm working out I'm like fuck and I don't mind who he has yeah. I've got no shame because it's my workout Okay, so then, so wait, so in the gym you you swear you're like fuck, oh god, but then during sex, what do you do? You just go sorry, <laughs> <laughs> help. <laughs> no, that's when I do my huffing and puffing. Yeah. <laughs> huffing and puffing during not, sex. Yeah, is, too much cardio for me. <laughs> <laughs> huffing and puffing during sex is what I do. <laughs> oh god, why do you sound like a pirate? <laughs> Like a, I'm just, I always drink rum before sex. Asthmatic pirate. <laughs> I, I always drink rum. I'm always hammered. You're shivering my... Look at me plank. <laughs> Climb my mast. <laughs> that would work for me. Okay, well, so I, I, if, so if, I, if I... If we went on a date. Yes. And at the end of the date, I leaned into your ear... <laughs> I leaned into your ear and went, climb my mast. <laughs> you went. Oh, fuck. Now well, my clothes would be off like that. Climb my mast. <laughs> climb my master. <laughs> you went so West Country there. That's what I say when I have sex and I go, climb my master. <laughs> your master? What? Because I'm calling them my master. Climb my master. Climb. <laughs> Okay, Vicky, tell me, you know, you're obviously, you're obviously very beautiful, you're very charismatic, all those things. Where is the place, where's the weirdest place that you've been chatted up? Oof, um... Or do guys sometimes find it hard to approach you? I don't feel like I get chatted up an awful lot. Most of my, like, activity, romantic activity, I suppose, um, it happens up in the DMs. Oh. Oh, Oh, But that's the way, that's, I guess... That's, you know, the sort of, uh, the way it happens these days, isn't it? It People. is the way society is going. Yeah. <laughs> but also... More and more DMs. But also, I think it's kind of hard sometimes. It's, it's tricky to date, right? It's also, how do you meet people if you're working so much, which, you're going up and down the country, how do you... Which DMs specifically do people slide into? Up into Insta ones. Oh, yeah, Instagram. Yeah. Okay. You, don't, you, don't go, you don't use any of the dating... Well, I have actually tried to be on a dating app and it didn't go so well. I had... Why not? Well, have you heard of Rhea? Yeah. yeah, I got rejected yeah, from yeah, it. I got rejected. Did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Have you, they didn't want me. Are you on it? Or? Yeah, no, I know. Oh. They, they, oh, sorry, they, congratulations. They got, they got rid. <laughs> congratulations. <laughs> I just meant 
It's like, good news. <laughs> oh, wow. Congratulations. Okay, it, it is, uh, you know, she's, I'm a very lucky guy. I got, I got, uh, but mine was like a few few years ago, I got rejected. So mm. I, I reckon. But you've, tried, tried, you've tried quite a few times. <laughs> you just won't take no for an answer. I also have gone to different it names and somehow r- they find out. Relentless. <laughs> different pictures, different names. They always just go, no. <laughs> You're like, is this why you got the hair drums? <laughs> yeah, it's like, no, yeah, it's true. The, the guys who own Raya, I have hair now. The guys who own Raya were literally like, no, your hairline doesn't doesn't work for our page. And I went, all right, fine, I'll pay for a all new right, one. Fine, I'll get a new one and I'll get some Botox for while I'm at it. Oh gosh, diddle. <laughs> but so wait, so how does? Because and also, I think we can. I'm sure we can probably say this. You know, you've you've had a tricky year in terms of oh yeah love and things like you really have, and and you. And and I think with you on you you've had you've just it's been tough for you just with boys and things like that just in general. I just don't have. I mean, I'm not going to play the victim or anything like that here. Like, I just I really don't have very good luck. Um, and I'm also I pick the worst guys. Like, I will hold me hand up and say I've got terrible taste. Like, I just fancy. What's your such What's dicks. your sort of um, your type? Utter cunt. Yeah. Spencer's not that much of a cunt. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I mean, I forgot. No. Yeah, I, yeah, I think everyone I forgets forgot that. Everyone about forgets Spencer. that. But wait, wait, what, what happened? You and Spencer? No, it was nothing. I'm only kidding. What? It was I think just I, like, I kissed him. They just had a kiss, and that was about yeah. it. And then it was just whatever. But then, sort of traditionally, what, what's the sort of uh, what's the uh, what you know uh, the utter cunt? Can describe <laughs> go into a bit more detail. Of um, okay, so I am so superficial, and it's just a, it is a real character flow because I actually love when I've got a connection with someone on a different level like when you laugh non-stop or when like the challenge you like mentally it's just I don't know and I pick these guys who just look a certain way and I don't get stimulated at all mm. so did it's, it's so true I can't so I, I'm not I'm gonna sort of say this as well yeah uh, my, <laughs> do, yeah. do you feel like who are you going to offend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just thought, oh god, because I'm newly single now. I've I've seen. Yeah, so um, <laughs> you've seen. Yeah. No, no, I mean, so obviously I saw him on Ria. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The other one that neither of you, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we have to go through someone else's Ria to have a look who's on it. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I do the same as you. I think what happens is that. Um, I, you, I meet someone who I think is, and this is not, I'm not talking about any girlfriend in particular, I'm just saying past rate, not my ex. Anyway, get that. Just get that foot out of your mouth. But I do the same. I find people that I uh, think I really like and I don't really know them and then I kind of just go for them and it doesn't really work out. And you're like, well, why doesn't it work out? Suppose there does. Because there's nothing there other than the fact that you want to take their clothes off, that's why. And it's, it, it, we romanticise the idea of them. We romanticise everything else. So just because I fancy someone, I'm like, you know what? He is so kind and he's so supportive of my career and he's the first man who's ever done this and this. And then actually th- three, four, even like six months down the line, I realised I just fancied him and he was none of those things. But then I'm fucking in too deep. I've mm. told all the press. I've had him on my Instagram. I'm balls deep in this relationship and he's a total tosser. Yeah. <laughs> Every fucking time. I love it that you're balls deep. <laughs> <laughs> into this relationship. It's very hard to meet a man who can, <laughs> can, can compete with me on those levels. Compete with my plank. <laughs> but it's, it's but incredible. It's, but it's so... And because you, cause you are one of these people who have a lot of love to give, you uh, are super funny and everything. So it's kind of... It's, it's, it's strange that sometimes it, I would think that you, it would work and you'd be snapped up in a heartbeat. But is it because some guys potentially find... 
because guys can be quite proud sometimes, right? And so yeah. they can. I suppose you're in the public eye. Mm. You're incredibly successful. You're doing super well. All those different things, and you're and you're working all the time. And so for some guys, it's probably a bit like they're following you occasionally. Yeah. Does that? Do they find that hard or no? First of all, let me just say thank you. I absolutely love being here. It's great for myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, just big you up all the entire time. <laughs> um, I think that what he's trying to say, <laughs> I think, is do the guys you date have to get regular spray tans because <laughs> they're living in your shadow? <laughs> um, uh, the, the guys, so I, I can't really tar them all with the same brush, although it does feel like I have a specific like type I go for. I think, I think it's hard for a fella. Um, I think women have to deal all the time with blokes who've got successful careers and busy schedules. Completely. And we're just expected to be all right with it and have the tea waiting on the table Mm. or whatever. I mean, I'm going back a couple of years there and being stereotypical, but nonetheless. Whereas when the roles are reversed and a man has to deal with, oh, I'm sorry, I'm not going to be around for the next two weeks because I've got this new show. Or, what do you mean you're mad? I was out all night, it was an event. Or Where's my tea? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where's my dinner? <laughs> they act like they're fine initially, because mm. it's exciting, isn't it? Because they're getting papped, or they're getting more Instagram followers. Or... Oh, you, you, Jamie, you know, yeah, that's you what love I, it. That's what you? I go for, that's my bread and butter right there. <laughs> but, it, but, it, but it's totally true, and... And then what happens is that it's quite exciting, it's quite fun, it's all this, and you're <coughs> and you intro them to a, a fun world, and they get so. But then also, do the guys do they become jealous, or what happens? The, yeah, the reality of being with like a strong woman or a successful woman or someone who's in the limelight in general is isn't as fun as the idea of it, because I like you walk into a room sometimes, and I think people want to speak to you or you or me. And unfortunately, sometimes they don't necessarily want to speak to the person you're with as much, which Mm. is rude. And I don't agree with it, but it takes someone who is very secure with themselves and very confident and has enough self-worth to know that that situation doesn't matter. But I think men feel emasculated. And I think that's what it boils down to. So they act out in ways that are traditionally yeah. masculine by going and shagging To try and people. validate themselves. Exactly. It's not my job to make these people feel like a man. That's their <laughs> fucking job. I love that. I feel really masculine. So I'm just going to go and have sex with loads of people now to yeah. make me feel way better. To make us feel like I've got a fucking great dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. FYI, God. it was shit. <laughs> Oh, you gee, I love that. <laughs> but it, but it's but also so okay okay. How if you then I went to this wedding right in Brazil with one of my friends and it was amazing and uh, I think I told you this, Francis and they did their talk speeches at the end and their talk speeches they, they did <laughs> as their, opposed to me. they did their they did their talk <laughs> speeches to the mind speeches <laughs> which can be quite boring. Supposed to the gesture speeches. <laughs> Which can get a bit confusing. And Isn't that just sign language? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the gestures, yeah. sign language. But they did the uh, speaking, <laughs> speaking speeches uh, <laughs> rather than the other ones. And it was amazing because uh, my friend Cosy, who was getting married, uh, said, uh, you know, I, I met Lila, my wife, and she was amazing, incredible. And the first time I met her dad, uh, we went to her house and uh, they, we watched one of her short movies she made. And halfway through it said, came up and said, question said, what is the meaning of life? And uh, she turned to her dad and said, Dad, Papa, what's the meaning of life? And he said, my daughter, the meaning of life is to love. Aww. Yeah, and Cosy, my friend, in his speech said, 
said, yeah, I've realized now that the meaning of life is to love. Mm. And that's what you want to have. So, so what do you think, in terms of relationship, what do you think is the, 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 the equation, the answer to a successful relationship? I mean, you're asking someone who's single and oh, same being as me. fucking booted from Ria. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm the same, honey. You, they should make a new app for you guys called Ria Jacks. <laughs> Yeah, 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 but I'd still sign up (laughs) in a jiffy (laughs) and sign up. Um, I obviously have no cornerstone for reference, I can't necessarily answer that. I looking at relationships that I know are successful, um, Grandma and Granda, for example, and things like that. Like, I think you have to be, I don't know, I think. I think it's harder in our day and age to find someone because there's so many different distractions. Whereas back in the day, you just fell in love with someone in school and it was dead straightforward. There was, oh, it was so easy, yeah. wasn't it? God, how amazing was it when you like would only have like text messaging at, like before 14, the internet, before fifty, and you would just you'd put your phone yeah. like the windowsill or wait for it to see if there's someone would text. You know what they were doing, and it or was when so you just sent you know like a and then a, those sending a nudes, pigeon. a sending letter, a carrier pigeon, yeah. And then when you sent nudes and they were super pixelated and... Uh, <laughs> no, no. Never, yeah, no. no, I didn't do that. Like I did definitely not. did. On my 8310 sending nudes. <laughs> <laughs> I remember ringing people and being like, is James coming out to play? Can, can you remember that? Like, yeah. No, no. Did you used to do that? You, yeah. No, no, I, oh I remember. God, so, wait, hang on, explain this. So, so hang on, so... So firstly, who is James? Was he, <laughs> was he the first guy you fancied? No, no, the first guy I ever fancied... Um, oh... The first guy I ever was a boy called Jimmy Baldwin. Oh, Jimmy Baldwin. Jimmy Baldwin. Jimmy Baldwin. I really hope he doesn't listen to sounds this. Like, I don't think it he sounds knows. like a total lad. Yeah. He was such a lad. He had the squarest jaw I've mm. ever seen. Sick. I love a good fucking jawline. Yeah. yeah. It was just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm probably talking to the wrong people. No, about no, yeah, yeah, no, we have strong jaws. Yeah. Um, <laughs> mine just like, <laughs> long and pointy. Like my neck goes into a jaw. Um, <laughs> wait, hang on. So, so how old are you at this point? must have been like about say like th- it must have been high school but it's like 12 13 thing, yeah. yeah about that and and i just got boobs <laughs> oh so so he was excited i well i don't know how good they were back then they've took a while to sort of get the right shape but did you but did you <laughs> did you then did you then kiss so him? yours jamie yeah <laughs> mine mine's got implants did you did you just kiss him or did you not kiss him we kissed eventually yeah but it took a while I was quite shy. I wasn't like. But so at school, were you a shy child? I was like, um, so I was pretty ugly till I was oh, about. <laughs> till I was about. So was Francis. Don't <laughs> worry about it. <laughs> you, you, you have grown. So, yeah, I, like, yes. I like the past tense you use, Jamie, and I appreciate that. Yeah. Of course, buddy. Um, so you were so you were insecure. Major ugly duckling phase from about sort of like what, um, like t- like seven till about twelve. And I was like super into school and I loved being like a, almost like a teacher's favourite pet, whatever. What was your favourite subject? I liked English. I really mm. was fascinated by words. I <laughs> love that. That's so good. No. So it hangs through the new good in school. And then, but also having your ugly duckling period from seven to 12 is fine yeah. because that's not the time where you were out like hooking up with no. boys. And I had an ugly duckling period from about 14 to 30. <laughs> He was also, he was also literally waiting for that moment. I could see him get excited <laughs> as if, like, he knew I was about to say it. And he was so getting- <laughs> thrilled with himself. <laughs> he literally shouting at that. Yeah. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. But I did have this until I was about 16. And, it, and it's, That's a hard age it's a really, like really hard age. So, so you then were 12 and then you kind of came out of this. And then what happened? You became a bit more secure. What were you Just like? The boobs came, which was great. Um, and... I had had really bad skin and my skin sort of like chilled out, calmed down a bit. Um, I just got less interested in school and more interested in boys. So subsequently me appearance. Um, so. I mean, in retrospect, I'm not sure if I made the right decision. God knows what I would have been capable of if I'd stuck in. But but then but then it's interesting because <coughs> then you, you kind of, go, did you go to uni or no? I did, yeah. What uni did you go to? Liverpool John Moores. And what did you study? Drama, media, and cultural studies. Hey, what's up, honey? Yes, a thespian <laughs> over here as well. Bring it home. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What did you do, Francis? Uh, philosophy and economics. That was my second choice. Yeah, <laughs> really? Yeah. No, no, that no. was on the tip of my tongue when I was there. Oh, I was actually like, it, no, I'll do drama. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sounds like it's going to be fun. Sounds like it. But then the interesting thing about you, Vic, so you were, you were this smart, and not saying, because listen, hey, no, uh, we, we've done reality TV and things like this, but you went to university like we did. Mm-hmm. You were obviously intelligent growing up. You kind of knew about things, but then like us you decided to go down this route of going on tv and doing reality tv what was your decision to do that um oh god it's a there wasn't a huge thought process mm. um and i think it was a decision i jumped into very quickly and naively especially given the information i have now um i in what way though why why well reality tv i mean this week is probably the most exactly super, mental health, yeah, health awareness super, week uh, current topic but um I think it's difficult at times, and I think it's a very invasive, given mm. the nature of it, um, sort of process. And I don't necessarily think I was strong enough to do it at times, and I am strong. So I, I think I, I, well, I regret certain things I've done on it, but I don't necessarily regret the whole process. So you, you're, if you could go mm. back in time, would you still have done it? Yes, because I really like money. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I same. Same. I love it. Yeah. So I'm loaded. <laughs> it is my god. god no. <laughs> but it's but it's true, but the thing is is that I think you're probably like us and you you your reality TV is is a thing for some reason that a lot of people want to go and do and they want to you know you say to when we were younger we wanted to be like an artist or a musician or, or an astronaut. Now people want to be YouTubers and gamers, influencers and, influencers and Well, th- now people have portfolio careers, right? So, right. you know, where, where, you know, we have our business, we have a podcast, you know, different things. You, you do more than just, you know, one job. Oh, in, it's in, almost you, like a plethora. Yeah, you have, yeah. you have so many different, and, and same with you. you, know, mm. you, you but but, but that's what I'm saying with you, Vicky, is that you obviously saw it as an opportunity and you saw, right, okay, I, I'm going to use this as a platform to <laughs> kind of just go and do other things. Um, <clears throat> but why, why did you, because you are very strong, but why did you find, and what we're talking about is you started doing a show called Geordie Shaw, mm-hmm. and it was, it still is. Well, it's not. I don't know if it still is, but it was immensely popular. I think. It, I think it's. I mean, you guys. Yeah, I think it's like all these shows. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But you, but you, it, it, it was super popular, and not only just in the UK, you were popular all around the world because it was MTV. Sixty-three countries, right? Which is huge. Sixty-three. Oh, because it's MTV, right? Yeah, so it's, it's international brand. But was it was it instant fame or was it kind of a slow process fame? Because at the beginning, I seem to remember that you got a, a, a oh, lot of hate because. 
it was about you guys getting drunk and doing these different things, and they were like, you're showing what did you call Newcastle. It? What, did you, what did you call it when you... Getting mortal. No, 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 getting mortal, but then you also had that other Tashing word. On. when you're when what, For shagging, was it? What was shagging? Shagging, I think. Yeah, yeah really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you think it's... Sh- what are you no, talking no, about? They, they, they had, I remember you had some word that I forgot. Fucking? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, wait, I wait. What, didn't we? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Didn't, <laughs> didn't we do it? But, yeah. what, what was the, but what was the thing, what I find interesting is that, so was it a slow process? You went and did this TV show and they kind of sort of said, right, you're going to live in this house together and you don't know these people, but you kind of got to date them and then you got to go on nights out yeah. and things like that. Get did mortal. You, did you did you suddenly <laughs> yeah, yeah, Tashon, did you suddenly realise that you were famous or did it come as like a slow burner? So our um our rise, uh, so to speak, was entirely different to something that you, like the people from Mid in Chelsea or the people from Towie would have experienced. So More overnight, yeah. Oh no, ours was a slow burner. Oh really? So Towie was um based on obviously a load of Essex girls and guys being very glamorous, being like almost like a weekend millionaire vibe like fancy cars rich daddies all that sort of thing but in Essex which mm. it, it was a fa- it was fascinating I loved it I still do mm-hmm. but the girls looked great they'd been told you're going to film at 10am so they'd gone and had their makeup done they'd gone and had their hair done they'd picked out their outfit and they looked amazing so they were ready to just fall into the pages of these magazines mm. and yeah they might have cried one time or like they might have shouted on camera but it was nothing it was normal stuff that people could relate to made in chelsea it provided people with a sense of escapism it was so glam and it was these gorgeous destinations and these people who just looked so unattainable like it, it again they were ready to be famous straight mm-hmm. away on the flip side of all that there was geordie shaw and we were controversial we were car crash tv and i was fine with that because it was funny and it was fast paced Mm. and people loved it but we were not ready to be accepted at that time so people didn't want one in the magazines because we looked like shit they didn't want more on their tv shows because we're considered loose cannons we were skint I was skint. Mm, really? I was making more money in a call centre and working on like a VIP rope than I was when I was doing Geordie Shaw initially. Are you serious? It was so bad that MTV had to give her a retainer because we were making no money and some of us were having to go back to work. Oh my God. And, and, and so you're kind of... So they were kind of taking advantage, you know. Well, I mean, there's been so many accusations thrown around and this week in particular, but I think the... They made a TV show. Like, we can't now criticize them because everyone's there's so sure. many people done so incredibly mm. well. But I think at the time they didn't realize like how much it, it could. We were being well. I didn't realize how much I was essentially being exploited. Really, mm. and and you don't and you don't realize. And also, you're in this environment, and you, you've you've taken like a scary road because it, there's no security, right? It's like no. you, there's no security. As you're saying, you're not making any money. You're kind of having to work different jobs at different times. But then you're also on TV, and it was a huge show in 63 different countries. But then you weren't being accepted, and you were, you know, you still are super young. You were the same age as me, but back then, but yeah, I feel but, like that's a bit of a born of content. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we're still super young. Whatever, man. Hey, still, still twenty two. Um, but you, but you were, and and as a, you know, we're all insecure, and we all have our issues. Yeah. But how how tricky was it to deal with that kind of like hate and that kind of like situations? I absolutely wasn't used to it. So like Newcastle, like for me, I was a bit of a big fish in a small pond. I used to do the. VIP ropes. I used to oh, like yeah. post in nightclubs. I had an attitude similar to that girl downstairs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who, whenever she sees me, goes, You're just a hunk, Jamie. <laughs> Yeah, so what people down the road, they, when I walk down the road, they, I walk past people and they go, God, you're hunky. Yeah, I bet they, they do. They really? Do. Yeah, they do it all the time. Who do they say that to? To me. They, <laughs> they, they, I hear them go, hunky. To his gardener who's walking behind him yeah. with all of his tools. 
pushing a wheelbarrow, <laughs> being beaten. Carry those tools. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. But you, but you, so you were doing these. You're doing the ropes. You're working in the nightclubs, doing those kind of things. So I was quite well liked and quite well known, and like I, I think it, it was. It was just a nice little life that I had going for myself. I knew I wasn't f- meeting me potential, essentially, and I knew that it wasn't for life, but it was fun. I was, I was actually young then. <laughs> um, so hey, we're all young. <laughs> we're all young. Yeah. We're 22. Uh, young um, and hunky. Yeah, young and hunky. So you, were, so, yeah, and so you were living this nice life, having a really sweet time, and it was great. And then I got approached for Geordie Shaw, and everything changed, and you like, are suddenly having every single one of your actions scrutinised, and you have no right to be mad or angry because you, you signed up. You signed it, yeah. up. You put yourself in that position to have your life, like to have for everyone to have an opinion on it. So it was a really difficult time for us to get my head round. And I didn't act incredibly well. I did a lot of stuff that I'm not proud of initially in the early stages, in particular. So some people had some. Some people hated us, and I was. I was hated for a long time. Really, were you? Oh my god, so much. Like initially, I don't think I'd be able to deal with that. I think I would. You I, definitely I, wouldn't. No, I would. Yeah, <laughs> Francis. <laughs> no, would you, man? Come on, <laughs> being hated. Yeah, I would. I would really hate being. I would really. I, I would, especially now I'm fine with it. If people wanted to say whatever now, but at the beginning, yeah. I would have really struggled. Well, I guess hard. because you think it, you, you, you think it's going to be like, um, you know, forever, right? Well, I thought, I thought. You, you, think, you, you, you think you're going to be hated forever? Well, yeah, you do. You catastrophize it, right? Yeah. So you go like, oh my God, this is for life. I'm never going to get a job. <laughs> no one's going to marry me. No, like that. I'd, I'd go down that road. That's what I would think. I almost had like a self-fulfilling prophecy. I was like, so many people hated us and thought I was this bitch and this monster that I almost just played up to it. Yeah, And it becomes a sort of identity that it's you, like, you, yeah. you kind of play into. Yeah. You become like a caricature of yourself. Mm. I was like, well, people expect me to say something a bit like catty and whatever, so then here you go. Mm-hmm. Here it is. So you were just playing into the, the, that sort of character that... What would you say your caricature of yourself is? Well, weirdly, I don't think I have one. I, I, I think that my, I have a heightened version of myself, mm-hmm. for sure. A Which heightened. is probably just a definition of a character. <laughs> <laughs> I have a heightened character of myself. No, but the reason why the reason why I've been I think that this is what I worked out the other day. I was t- talking to someone about, you know, with Chelsea, right? I still do made in Chelsea because yeah, of I lots and it. lots of different reasons and things like that. But the what, fame, yeah, yeah just mainly just the, for the Instagram followers, just the constant yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just fit young women. Yeah, yeah. Just keep God, in. who's next? Um, <laughs> right, but I uh, <laughs> I do it because a lot of people who do that show come on the TV show and they play a certain role and they play a character mm. and they play this character and it becomes exhausting and mm. tiring and they're a bit like oh god they just can't and so they then leave for me because i'm pretty similar to myself i I don't really feel that it's much of an effort to to kind of Mm. play things as well and i hate to play this card where it's like well it's different on jolly show but on made in chelsea it's just so fucking glam yeah you just swan into the bluebird and be like guys let's go skiing (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah. i've got the jet outside (laughs) you know what fuck it let's go calm and i'm like what i'm watching it like livid like i don't even know where my passport is you prick So it's yeah, it's different. true. And you're thrown into a house where, and, and you, you weren't allowed phones or anything. So no phones, no contact with the outside world, because in particular, they did not, they wanted to put you in this bubble. So everything you felt was heightened. Mm. So if I was, for example, be able to ring me mom or able to be on the phone or able to flick through a mag or even read a book, then I would have not been as bothered 
that Gary'd think I'd Charlotte. I wouldn't have cared. <laughs> but in that moment, when yeah. you have no book, you have no family, Do you they have take it no all away friends, from you? You have everything taken away. You have no outside stimulus. That is your life. Oh, so no. the fact that, that would... she got fingered was fucking massive news. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally, totally, yeah. <laughs> Huge. Like, and but it, I, I guess it makes you all appear like that's really what you care about talking vapid, about. Yeah. fingering obsessed yeah. idiots. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But but then but then the interesting thing happened with you, Vicky. Who that, isn't? Let's face it. Yeah, yeah. But then, Vicky, with you, which is so interesting, is that you then I can't stop thinking about you fingering so much. Yeah, yeah. Francis, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, you are. I know you're thinking yeah, about I'm him. Thinking about it. Why are you making everyone else think about that? <laughs> I'm not making anyone. No, think about I'm just it. thinking about Jamie fingering himself. <laughs> <laughs> now that's an image I've told this story before but I'll tell you Vicky I once I once <laughs> when I well I didn't really understand the uh, the woman anatomy did you go the wrong hole? no I didn't put up a pooper no I, I did not do a panini maker yeah, no I did not put up the panini maker I uh, I remember honestly I remember I remember it so well I was about 16 <laughs> and, I, and I came back into uh, my boarding house because I was boarding, and I honestly kicked open the doors like it was a western. And I went, "Hello, boys!" <laughs> <laughs> they were like, and everyone stopped and looked at me like, and I was like, "Hey, how you doing?" Like <laughs> spitting in like a cup. Boom, <laughs> ding. Yeah. I went, "You never guess what happened to me, boys?" And oh no! <laughs> and they were like, "What?" And I went, "Fingered a girl, didn't I?" And they went, "Oh, really?" I went, "Yeah." And I went, "Ah," and I went, "Yeah." You have to know this. <laughs> you know when you go inside the vagina and you go in and you're fingering them and you find their clitoris and they're inside like that and oh. all the boys went huh and I, <laughs> and I went sorry what <laughs> they went, you know when they went what do you say that again I went well oh, the clitoris is inside oh. like all the way in the drive and they all looked at me like what is going on like and you Christopher out, Columbus of the vagina <laughs> but it is it was scary back then for boys but you then with you you came out of Geordie Shore and you made that decision to leave it yes and how how hard was that? Because to have to kind of step away from something that's not secure to go into a life which potentially even is less secure, yeah. that's scary. Yeah, it's, it's hugely scary. There was this like real moment of clarity for me, I think, when I was in Geordie Shore. Mm-hmm. And at the time I had a fella who, I mean, you've aforementioned... Dickhead, mm, yeah. different, different dickhead, but still dickhead. Um, who had proposed to you? Th- no, I don't think he had. Oh, had he not? There's, there's been a couple who have, but uh, no, he had not. I think he, <laughs> he hadn't proposed. No, no, okay. no proposal from this one. Um, anyway, I was with him at the time, and he was not from the show. He was outside, and he was like a businessman, and he was quite normal and nice, and ni- not nice, but normal. And um, I was just disinterested in the drama, the, mm, the, finger, yeah. the fingering, etc. And I was lying in bed, and they were all out doing something, and I'd come home early and had like a face mask on and was reading a book. Um, I think it was like... World War. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> World War Twelve. <laughs> yeah. Something. War and peace. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, this runner come like steaming into the room, and he's like, "She's just lying on her bed." Yeah, 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 yeah. She's yeah. She's just. She's got a book. And the person or whoever was speaking to the producer was like, "Well, we'll fucking get out and put it down." But so he come over to me and he was like, "I have to take your book. It's so off brand." What? No. And I was like. They're about to burst in here, kicking and screaming, throwing up, shouting about who's necked on with who and who's going to fucking leave this night and about how wicked Bijou is. And I'm 
lying here reading a book and you consider that a bad message for me to be putting out and in that moment I just was like put the book down and the next day I was like I've got to leave like yeah I'm no longer the person that I was when I started I'm don't know if I ever truly was that or just mm. wanted were you playing along yeah, except, yeah yeah wanted to be what you wanted me to be and so I left so I went and I did take a huge leap of faith because MTV were mad that I'd gone um they wanted me to stay a little bit longer um but I was desperate to be a TV presenter I was desperate to spread yeah. my wings and try new stuff so I had to because and you've got to take risks in life of course otherwise you know you don't you, you don't have anything to gain if you don't take risks nothing but exciting ever happens in your comfort zone no oh, you've, yeah, got to, you've got to you've got to get it out of your comfort zone to grow yeah exactly. to, to, to get something you never had you have to do something you never did wow I like yeah, that one yeah completely true but if you had to and, you, and more importantly you have to do something you don't really want to do <laughs> yeah, yeah I agree well that's true but because there'll be a lot of people right now who are potentially in jobs or potentially in relationships potentially not in jobs or potentially or, or just in situations where they're just you know coasting through life so how do you mentally for those because you've been through it, how do you mentally get to a place and everyone's is different right in all mm. different scenarios how do you mentally get to a place where you go just go you know what i'm gonna do this how do you get yourself there God, it's really like how do i almost like motivate myself yeah, how do you motivate yourself to go right i'm gonna do this um it's so hard i think I think I, I want to be the best version of myself. Um, and I think I'm constantly like trying to improve, trying to be better, trying to do better shows, trying to meet better people, trying to just have a great quality of life. So I think that's what, that's what motivates me, is that like you can always grow and be better. Um, I want to be, uh, yeah, I want to be really the best version of myself. So I think that's what does yeah. it for me. Yes, Vicky Patterson. Yes, Vicky. <laughs> uh, right, on that note, uh, we're going to have Francis question of the week. So, Francis, uh, what is the question of the week? So, an, a Newcastle question. Oh, nice. We're going geographical. What is <laughs> the GDP per capita of Newcastle? Uh, good that we know what that means. Um, so, that GDP. GDP. Yeah. Is that a, a pedal so garage? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? The, <laughs> the, the gross domestic product. Oh, so oh, the amount oh, of, oh yeah. Okay, that makes it easier for us. That makes it a hell of a lot bitten since i've been here i just want to point this out oh no look. but oh gosh that's that does look like a bite of some sort <laughs> <laughs> francis wanted to touch you <laughs> oh gosh that does look like a bite of some sort that's all right yeah, yeah. That's, have you been itching it yes a lot oh, no. <laughs> sweet <laughs> probably jamie's fleas <laughs> right, yes sorry. i have fleas that are jumping over <laughs> so, so explain this to okay, us what so, is it? so the gdp per capita is mm-hmm. the total pr- uh, the total um production uh, of, a, of an economy, mm-hmm. so the mm-hmm. economy of Newcastle, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, divided by the amount of people. I'm still, still, I'm still, still struggling. Yeah. Still, yeah. Yeah. still tricky for me. All right, right. Okay. <laughs> think of it like how much, like, think of it like how, what's... Okay. Look at him getting frustrated that he can't explain it to us. It's like tell, no, no, trying I'm, to talk to monkeys. Okay, so, so an, an economy produces a certain amount of Product. Oh, so produce. what product? What product? So, so the value of that product, uh-huh. the gross value, mm-hmm. so the, you know the total value. Let's say, yeah, it, that's the GDP. Yeah, and then you divide that by the population of of Newcastle. So are you looking like a number per head or like, yeah per oh. head. Yeah. Oh. Okay, so so how much do people spend on produce per head? No, no, no. How much is produced? Per head. The, by the economy of Newcastle. Do you know what? I'm going to take a stab in the dark here. I don't think we're going to get it right. <laughs> if I had to really stab in the dark there, I don't know. Well, what? So what, are you asking sort well, of like, of what like, type of things of we like, make? We make good like, cheese. Okay, yeah, yeah. Think of it like and brown the, ale. The, and the, 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 average, um, uh, the average salary 
of of someone in New Newcastle. Oh, okay. So I'm gonna say average salary like twelve thousand pound a year. Do you think twelve thousand pounds a year, Jamie? Please don't act like that. <laughs> yeah, because I was gonna say six. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I was gonna go. I I go think, and get in your fucking jet. <laughs> I think I think that it's gotta be. It's it's gotta be twenty thousand. It's got to be twenty. The average got to be twenty. It's, a, it's a, Newcastle's got a you know a reasonably big economy. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. So I think it's twenty thousand. <laughs> you think twenty thousand? Yeah. You think? I mean, I'm just going to go with it. Yeah. Yeah, you go right. with I'll it, Vicky. Stick with it. First guess. So hey, do, you if you think about it. it, so every person is contributing their you know in their job yeah. in mm-hmm. a, in an economy. How much value are they adding? Is each person person adding to an economy? Yeah, yeah. So I'm going <laughs> to say so twenty thousand is mine. So you can kind of uh, if you think about it, you know. You can kind of reduce the uh, average salary from how much they're producing, and then you. You're thrilled right now, aren't you? This is <laughs> this is the kind of. This is not the direction I saw this taking. <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, "Where's the best place to go?" Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. I was going to get out my list. All right, and, and then and then my laugh. next question is: <laughs> Have we got two questions this week? What is the uh, best nightclub in Newcastle? Tup tup. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, tup tup. <laughs> tup Olivello. Yeah. Okay. I like that one much more. <laughs> hey, hey, on that note, Vicky, we're going to have my diary. So I'm going to read you my diary. Monday. <laughs> I flew to Germany this week to visit my sweet factory that is out there. My business partner and I woke up at 4am, jumped in the car and headed to the airport. 4am is that time no one should be awake. There's witching hour and then there's 4am. If you're still awake at 4am, you're doing something wrong. And if you wake up at 4am, you're making a mistake. We were late, so we arrived. Mark Wahlberg. (laughs) We were late, so we arrived at the airport, checked in, and hurriedly headed through security to get to our flight. As we went through, I honestly think my stomach dropped out my backside. To explain a more that's a horrible image. (laughs) Why do you want to make us think of that? (laughs) To explain it more bluntly, I needed a shit, but not, but not any kind of poo. One which is completely unprepared, unannounced, and one that you can't hold. Oh, why do you want to hold your poo? (laughs) I turned to Ed, sweating, pleading that we needed to make time to go to the toilet. We looked up at the board and saw the two words which every airport journeyman hate to see: gate closing. (gasps) There was no time. We entered the flight. I was freaking out, sweating, and it was 5 a.m. What had happened? What had I eaten? The flight took off, and I was on the point of explosion. I honestly oh. thought I was going to have to shit into the sick bag. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my God. The seatbelt sign came off, and I ran to the loo to release everything. The problem was it wouldn't stop. You know you must be in there for a while when there's a knock on the door, and the flight <laughs> attendant asks if you're okay. Yes, I replied in a high-pitched tone. I finished and unlocked the door. Now, I've never seen a traffic jam on a flight but I have now. The queue waiting for the bathroom were 10 people back. <gasps> I apologised as I walked back to my seat. The worst thing was, 10 minutes later, I needed it again. Oh, <laughs> oh God. God. Wait, so when was this? Terrible. It was on Monday when I went to Germany. Oh, God. Honestly, I can't even tell you. And also, it's also when you go into the bathroom and fight, do you not get scared when you press yeah, the... Yeah, it's going to pull your anus yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> just Francis. Maybe I was scared I was pressing the wrong button. Yeah, yeah Francis yeah. sits on it with your... P- p- uh, what, they squat on it? <laughs> yeah. The squatty potty. Hey, um, <laughs> hey, Vic, that's the end of part one, but we've got you back for part two, which you're going to be super excited about. I am always, always excited to be in your company. Uh, <laughs> and you too, oh, no, Francis. Uh, <laughs> just huffing and puffing. <laughs> See you in part two. Arr. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.